Welcome. Welcome, my friends and fans. You are listening to MutinyRadio.fm and soon to be on the Twitch channel. I am your host, Guy. You know, I am a flying fox and I am a regular guy. I am, a, I am not gay. Uh, my name is Guy. I am a regular French guy. You know, a fox, a guy fox. Do you understand? Is that not funny for you? Yes, it is funny for me, for I will be your host tonight. This would usually be the half hour here at Mutiny Radio, and comedy is dead. So that is wonderful. Here I am hanging upside down. Do you see me? Do you see how beautiful? You can see how beautiful I am. Yes, again, my name is Guy. Yes, I am not gay. I am just hanging here. You see the bar? The bar for this show is very, very low. The bar is so low. I'm hanging from the bar. Do you see me? Do you see me hanging from the bar? I am showing you my genitals now. Yes. My genitals are out for you. I am a flying silver fox. Do not be confused. Do not think I am a bat. I am not a bat. That is gross. Fucking bats. This is not who I am. I am a flying fox, a flying silver fox, very old. We are going to be watching many animals today on animal style. For this one time, I went to an in and out, you know. I was visiting. I had escaped this cage here with all of my friends. I had escaped the cage and I flew in to an In-N-Out, you know, in San Francisco, it was crazy. I was on the wharf with the rest of the tourists and I flew in and I hung upside down and do you know what I ordered? Animal Style, yes. Also the name of this show, Animal Style. Here we are, flying and hanging upside down. Other flying foxes will be joining me at some point, I assume. Again, the bar is very low, very, very low for this show for you. Very low bar. It is like I wanted to be a ballerina, but it was so difficult because your ground is our sky and our sky is your ground. It's very confusing, as you can see. You cannot see me right now. I'm hiding. I am hiding from you. Yes. Well, the French silver fox, gay, gay, I'm here for you. We will be watching today uh, some other animals. Not exactly sure which animals this will be. We'll find out. We have a producer in the background. Julian, Julian is putting together all of our streaming. It is so wonderful to have, to have a human there, you know, helping. Us. They also scoop their poop from our cage. You see, I don't like to dirty my hands, my claws with that. There we are. Do you see? This is my entire family. Uh, and I am the silver fox gee here to bring you all of the animal style. Yes. <laughs> you see, it's very difficult to be alone. The lone flying fox, do you know? Do you know how hard it is to masturbate with these claw finger hands? It's very, very difficult to stroke 
your tiny dick with these claw hands. There they are. They're usually being used to hang upside down from the very low bar. Very, very low. There we are. You want to... I wish, I wish you could meet some of my friends. We are supposed to talk together, you know, about, about what will happen with the animal style. I am very much hoping for some uh, animal sex time. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? That's why the Trieste, is it a tree, a tree? If you have sex in a tree, is it Trieste? You must know. Uh, if you speak the French, oh dear Lord. Like I said, the bar is so low. Where are we? You cannot see me. I am hiding from you. I am hiding. We'll play a game now. We shall play a game. Find me. Find me in this cage. Oh, you think this cage bothers me? This is this is a COVID cage. I've been in this cage my entire life. You silly, you silly <laughs> humans. You say, oh, oh, I am in a cage. I am in a cage for 69 days. A cage, oh. So scary. I've been in a cage for 69 years. Oh, your cage, your COVID cage is so tiny. You think you think my bar is low? I've seen your bar. There are no bars. Where are the bars? Where do the people go? I would like to go in one of those bars that is closed now and go downstairs. You know, in the basement where it is scary and hang upside down. And then drink all of the white claws with my claws. Yes. We. Oui. Oh, yes. Where am I? You cannot see me now. We are playing, playing the COVID game here on Animal Style. You find me. You know what you can find? Is my poop. It is everywhere in this cage. It is. You know what is so nice is uh, when you are a French flying silver fox. You get to eat very delicious food, many, many snails, many escargot. I was originally told that there would be snails, bedazzled snails, and I would like to watch them because mucus is very sexy. Where am I? Let's play a game. I am not a bat, but you are blind. Find me in the room, Batman. I would like to be bad girl, for then I could eat as much as I wanted, just like Alicia Silverstone. She's very hot. Hot couture. Oh, yes. What are, I wonder what are the animals? We will be washing today. We will be viewing on the animal style. Oh, here we go. What animals? What could possibly happen here?
That's just a myth perpetuated by the jellyfish. Yeah. Whoa. Jellyfish, we're stoned all the time. We're just floating around in the water. We're like little bongs taking in all the water. Oh, I think uh, I think they are uh, changing again the uh, these things. Oh, hello! I see you. And now I see a human, and he is uh, he is there on the screen for us. Oh, what? So what's the technical difficulty? Nothing, so uh, I wonder what's the, hey, pulling back the veil for mutiny radio listeners. I was kill, I think I was trying to kill it. Wow, that was hard because, was I? My person didn't come, that was 10 minutes. That was 10 minutes of two strange voices in improv. That That's a, that's a lot of fun. Um. Well, is it, uh, maybe I do need to hook you in. I was wondering, because is it, so you're, oh, oh, well then turn it off, turn it off and, and restart it in a bit. That was a rehearsal for me. That was great. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, figure it out, we're all good. Yay. Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, we're just chilling. <laughs> it's, a, it's either way, it was a 10-minute podcast. I mean, I'm pretty proud of the Pam improv there. I mean, come on, that was, I mean, I got J.W. Blunt in the, uh, in the room with me. Italian? Uh, no, I was trying to be, uh, I was trying, did you ask if it was Italian? Yeah, it yeah. sounded like you could have been Italian. I was trying to be French, because I was like, the fox. European. I figured out. I figured out the guy fox, and I was like, "Oh, he is guy fox," which is a funny thing for the French, right? You know, that's a thing—the guy who bombs the place or whatever. Anyways, I like doing a silly accent, so I was like, "All right," the flying fox accent, and then uh, and then I tried the and then I tried to be a jellyfish. So that was fun. That yeah. was a great, yeah. Well, thank you. That was, I mean, that was fun. That was, um, it was a warm up. I warmed up, and it's still podcast, and it's still being streamed on Mutiny Radio. So I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right before I came here, I wasn't allowed to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I didn't, I didn't eat one until I was sixteen. I didn't have my first peanut butter and jelly sandwich until I was sixteen because I grew up in Danville. And my parents wanted me to be a rich person, and they thought somehow because they were raised on peanut butter and jelly and they were kind of poor or whatever, that they would never let their children eat peanut butter and jelly. So I always had like turkey sandwiches with like mayonnaise and tomato and lettuce and stuff, like really delicious things. But I just always craved like, you know, bologna and 
fucking craft singles with mayonnaise on a white bread. And I was like, why can't we eat that? And they'd be like, because no. <laughs> anyway, that was my, hey, let me know, Julian, what you're doing and what's going on. I'm just chilling here. I could put that. The great thing is, too, that the thing you can't hear is what I did for Mutiny Radio is that I have this accordion romantic French music that was playing behind me being being the fox. So it's going to be great on the podcast. I'm super stoked. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be super awesome. And again, the bar is very, very low. So I am fine with all of everything. Uh, but animal sauce. <laughs> comedy with animals I mean I just came up with some funny voices and I'm excited so you listen to Mutiny Radio and we're going to be up on this Twitch channel in a second and that'll be great whenever things get resolved but that's cool we're chilling at 7 o'clock here at Mutiny Radio we have outdoor comedy on the street we put the PA out on the street and turn it up real loud and um we're not asking people to gather, uh, but definitely keep six feet distance. It's in the street. Uh, people like are across the street, and some people hang out windows and don't gather. But we're going to yell at the street tonight <laughs> at 7 o'clock <laughs> with comedy here at an in undisclosed location. It's only for the neighbors that live around here, ha. Huh? Only the people in this discreet part of the mission. It's not hard to find us, actually, if you want to figure out where we are. But don't gather, for the love of God. Uh, this Twitch channel thing. It's surprising how easy it is for me to talk for just undisclosed amounts of time. <laughs> yeah. It's therapeutic. It's, I think it is. This has been a crazy... This this week was really crazy for me because I... <laughs> oof, I, I did a lot of hallucinogens uh, by myself and I learned a lot of really important lessons this week in COVID self-isolation. And the main thing is that I'm a witch. <laughs> I'm 100% a witch. That's what I figured out this week in COVID isolation. That's exactly what happened. Like a literal, like I cast spells, things happen. I think things in my head and then they come true. Um, but I'm like a coward witch, right? So like I think something and then it happens and then I just can't even speak. And I'm like, oh, did I just make that happen? And it's like, oh my God, I'm a witch. COVID realizations. I am bat shit crazy maybe <laughs> or i'm gonna bite off the heads of bats and use their blood in a ritual a witchy witchy ritual anyone else getting in the covid stew jumping in just uh double double toil and trouble i've been eating so much food my intestines are double double toil and troubling just bubbling over i didn't know that much poop could be inside a human being i had no idea this is what happens when left to my own devices. I should put on some music or something. How about them apples? Uh, because as I am, I as I am, an, I am a narcissist of like huge proportions. But I just listened to myself for fifteen minutes, and that <laughs> was that was enough. How close are we, Julian? How are you doing? It's fine. You know what? It's all good. Because I have to be uh, uh, done at some point anyway, and uh, it's it's all good. We can work it out. Whatever um, things we learned this week are great. Plus, my person didn't show up, so perfect. So see how the universe works out in our favor? Yeah, it's perfect. 
It's the best. It is. It's actually really great. You uh, should my tarot cards. I have right. tarot cards here. We can wow. absolutely do, do that. Yeah. I'll, I mean, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put the weird French music back up and we'll read some tarot cards. Here we go. Why not? That's that's appropriate, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right. French music. Here we go. Let me get the tarot cards. That's how flexible I am. I'm so flexible that I'm like, oh, we were supposed to do this thing. We didn't do this thing. I don't give a fuck. Let's do some tarot card readings. We got a comedy show at seven. I just, that was great. For, that was great practice for next week. I just fucking riffed. I just riffed my ass off, everyone. Like, did I? I'm okay. That was great. I'm. Thank you, JW. I didn't even you. sound. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you want to so hear my other sides? Do you want to hear my other two voices? My other voices were going to be. Um, I was gonna do like a stoner man. Like I was gonna have, there was some birds or something. I was gonna be, that's too fast to be a stoner. But I was gonna be a stoner. And then the other voice was gonna be, um, Bjork, I was going to do Bjork, like talk not as her, but maybe if it was a bird or a penguin of some kind and swimming around in the ice, you know, Iceland. Anyways, was, those are my voices I was gonna do. But I think the French one was really fun and I'm excited about it. Okay. Focusing on you now. Um, while I'm Have you ever been to France? No. Uh, I spoke in high school. I took French at San Ramon Valley. <laughs> I took French for four years, and in college I tried to take French for a while. And I was a ballerina for 23 years, so I know a lot of French just from that. And I cook, so I know a lot of French terminology. Cooking ballerina. Yeah, cooking ballerina. So uh, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of French vernacular just sort of in my repertoire, which is another French word, you know. We stole the word from the French. It's <laughs> so coquettish. This is a French. Anyways, so um, I, I've been deeply influenced by French culture, and I also love cheese. We have to start thinking about the tarot cards now. Okay, so I'm going to shuffle the cards, and while I'm shuffling, you think of a question. And when it's the only thing in your mind, tell me to stop shuffling. And don't tell me what the question is because I feel like it colors the reading. But we'll go from there. Just all you have to do right now is really focus on the question you want to ask. And then when it is in your mind, say stop. Okay? Okay. All right, go. Lion. You have to say stop. Oh, stop. Okay. <laughs> okay, stop. Now cut the cards. When the question is completely in your head, Cut the cards and put them back together in any way of your choosing. And um, yes. And then give them back to me. You are listening to Mutiny Radio Dolphin. We're doing some tarot card reading. They were chilling in the stew. All right. Would your question best be answered by a one-hit wonder, like yes or no? Boom. By a past pre or by a um, problem solution. Or by a past, present, future. How would your how would your question best be answered? One, two, or three. I know the yes and no sounds too um, simple for me. It just depends on what the question is, though. Yeah, I say the the, the second one. All right, yeah. problem solution. Here we go. Problem solution. All right, interesting. Okay, so uh, the six the six of pentacles. Pentacles is always dealing with earth, which is usually dealing with money, um, and this is a really this is the this is 
uh, I think the problem is that uh, you were used to having a fat loaf like bacon in the oven and you're like I got my loaf and I can slice it whenever I want and you were like yeah and it felt really secure and healthy and rounded it's good stuff it's like um, especially the six of pentacles if you look at a journey from one to ten six is well on the way right so you're like past the initial humps of all the work that goes into trying and building you built you built it is like hanging out you're like i got a loaf it's nice look how pretty the loaf is it's so nice so that's the baker makes bread baker makes bread but that's the pro and, and metaphorically and but that's the problem uh because i think that that's what's sort of you that was your you were relying on that that was your safety that's gone ah what do you do now and the solution and this is great the knight of cups okay so cups is all about love and like what you truly love. And it's like about relationships and community and sharing and all of this. Um, and it's like being the magical bringer of that, right? Like you're riding a fucking um, dolphin, right? Like that's, and you've got to cut, you're like, yeah, look at him bringing the, woo! like coming into the, it's like you're on the ocean, you're coming into the sea with a message. So Sounds I think. Sounds like a wild ride. Right, it's definitely, and that that makes sense too. But you, look, the character is in control of that. Like, there's a there's a love in it, but it's it's like him em, embracing it. And so it, it's a, but it's about it's about letting go of the stability that you once knew, and embracing following what you love to do. I think that's the thing that it's saying. Does that make sense to you? I think so. Okay. Good. It's pretty <laughs> spiritual. I read a lot of tarot cards. Like Makes I sense. read I read them almost every day and it's it's terrible because I'm I have so many life decisions that are based off tarot cards. <laughs> Just which is dumb. <laughs> like what am I doing? But not I mean it's a tool for introspection and it makes me think about the I mean it's just a metaphorical or pictorial representation of something that you connect with in your mind in some way and then go, oh, that has meaning or whatever. So, um, I will put, everything worked out and it was perfect because they fucked up on their end so it didn't even work out. So, the bar was low. I got to riff at 10 minutes at the top. Just love a good low bar. I mean, the bar was really low. The bar, it's fine. The bar was really low. And it was, I'm sorry I didn't express the lowness of the bar, but the, the first 10 minutes I did my, I tried to do it. And so it's on the podcast and there's funny music behind it. And it was hard, but it was, I did pretty good. I did two different voices and I fucking ripped. It was probably better you weren't here because I tried to impress you and it would have been terrible because I wouldn't have been thinking about just trying to be a bat, not a bat, a fox. Yeah. So it was better anyway. It's more fun that way too. Now it's we're like just doing paint doing at the wall. Now we're just, it was painted at the wall. Now we're just podcasting. I can't remember. Probably. Oh, you just—he's the the boobs on the Saint Pauli girl are, I guess, pretty hot. The cartoon hot. Did you guys have <laughs> a real? Did any of you guys have a real cigarette? I do. Here, let me put some music on because I want to chill out before this fucking seven o'clock thing, anyway. Um. So yeah, seven o'clock. Part time jeweler. Comedy. Oh, guess you know what's exciting? Do you want to know what's exciting, JW? You want to know what's exciting? What? I got contacted today by the editor of the SF Gate, who I guess lives two blocks from here, and he saw the sign and he was like, "You're awesome. What are you doing?" 
and he wants to do an article. And you know what? I have clamored for fucking press for this goddamn place for years. And I can't get a bone thrown right out. How many comedy festivals do I have to run before somebody writes an article, right? But now they're going to write an article. COVID is awesome. Like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of people out there awesome can relate person. to because there's definitely a lot of pros that are coming out of this. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I've gotten more done in the past two months, I feel like, than I have since I was a kid. I don't oh. know, having all this time to myself. Oh, yeah. I've written. I've done so much. I've, it's, I've been so, like, I've wanted this for years. This is Virginia Woolf's room of one's own. Oh, everybody gets their rent taken care of, and all we have to do is be artists 24 hours a day without any pressure. <laughs> I think you have, you know, you have some pets. You have some companionship going on. I do. I have two cats, and they are not good enough. They still aren't as good as my one dead cat. And they try. They try. They suck. They're not. They're great. Except the one cat, she's so weird. She steals cans. So I don't, I can't afford to buy a lighter. If anyone wants to buy me a lighter, thank you. I use candles, birthday candles, and I light them on my stove, and I smoke pot with them. And the cat steals the birthday candles. And she likes to hide them. I don't know what's wrong with her. Okay, I'm going to put on music because I want to take a break. And then you whatever. Uh, Floating over here. the sound waves. Uh, 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 I, don't, I don't remember. You okay. photo of us. Oh, no, 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 no. That was local mission. And that was just the internet, not print stuff. It's a little oh, different. That, oh, this is SF Gate. Yeah, that's, oh, it's like the oh, ooh. Yeah, I know. It's like yeah. a big deal. They have a huge I know. Uh, internet presence. I have to, because they have a real thing, too. I have to make And now I just made the podcast bad. I'm sorry the podcast was good till I lost my shit. Here, I'll just put a bug house square until I come back. I made you a sandwich.
But she was a growing Laying tracks across the prairie Not knowing where to go His mama didn't want him leaving But now he's heading our west She said, please don't go But he said, if I don't, I'll never rest It wasn't always easy Some of the boys died Johnny wrote letters But he received no reply Just an infinity.
sleep And Lord knows you ain't felt no pain Same time I'm right here in your picture frame. Thank you. Uh... 
check, check, yeah.
Live comedy coming up in a couple of minutes. Don't gather, but definitely stand in the street six feet apart from each other, and we'll get it started. Yay! Look, they're showing up.
Noise it up, block. I know you feel that you will. Take the check to see low peep the crew members. Brothers like ambush and CEO. Filthy rich down the man's and savage. And showing how scary y'all use the method to your madness. Real troops walk around with the joints to get the point. Can't get the point. Yo, Yay! Comedy on the street. Yay! Yay! <laughs> There's, this is the way it's starts it's one person it's it's just like um remember when you used to go to dead concerts man you were like in the parking lot and you know who can start a drum circle just one girl with a beer bottle and a chopstick just clinking away clink 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 it just takes one and then they come 
All right, outdoor comedy. Hey, neighbor. Nice dog. You learn any lessons this week in self-isolation? Any COVID lessons? Did you do any mushrooms? Do any severe hallucinogenics and learn some deep truths about yourself this week? No. Any deep truths without hallucinogenics? Nothing. What's in your Netflix queue, bro? <laughs> you, have you, are you through the whole thing? Is it? Are you so bored? You're like, now I'm going to go to Amazon. That's it. I'm priming it. Have you watched the new Rick and Morty yet? Yeah, save it. Exactly. Save those gems. Save those death crystals for later, right? Because you're going to need them when you're like lost and alone and you just need to laugh. It's Rick and Morty. Or you could listen to mutinyradio.fm. So big, big, no, but no big COVID lessons this week. No, anybody else? Big co- I, I finally figured out how to tie my shoes. <laughs> he used COVID to tie his shoes. That, that's what the new, I don't even know what his generation is called. It's not even... They, they all look, they can tie their own shoes now. They don't have to have Velcro. Any other big COVID lessons from self-isolation? Big, big lessons. Now, this this week I learned I was a witch. I'm a witch. <laughs> That's what happened in COVID isolation this week. I did a bunch of hallucinogenics and I did some witchcraft and it worked. <laughs> I should have known for years that I was a witch. I should have known. I love cats, right? I have familiars. They are cats. Anyone else bow to their alien overlords, the cats? Yeah, you bow with one arm like the Chinese. Like a billion people can't be wrong. Like uh, I'm just bowing to my alien overlords, the cats. I love them. Meow, meow, meow. Familiars, I've had them for years. Clearly, I'm a witch. Also, I love this new COVID look. Like I get to wear, I get to be ageless because I'm wearing this new like cowl, this strange snood. You know, like I'm wearing this weird, see, no one can see my neck, so you have no idea how old I am. I'm a witch! Ah! <laughs> it's good. I, I am, I've been practicing witchcraft. I learned this week that I'm batshit crazy, but then I can take those bats, bite their heads off, and use the blood for my witchy, witchy shit, right? <laughs> Light the candles, make it happen. <laughs> no one else. I'm, I'm losing it. That's what, uh, that's what COVID will tell you, is what's happening. They're like, hey, there's comedy across the street. It's so exciting. Don't gather. You guys, uh, it's this scary time with the Trump, right? Super scary. What's going to happen? Who's going to run run against him? I guess Biden. That's going to happen. I'd, uh, I sort of would rather it be uh, Forrest Gump because he can actually remember shit. And it'd be fun, right? Trump versus Gump. Wouldn't that be a fun race? And because Gump could actually win because he can run races. I was running for president. Please, somebody run. It's, I really would like to have. Also, Forrest Gump was a great businessman, wasn't he? Like, there's still, I guess Bubba Gump shrimp is still exists. You can have it sent in the mail. I don't know. Uh, he, but he was a businessman. And I trust, I trust Gump more than I do. Trump. I had a better punchline for that, but I can't remember it anymore, so it doesn't matter. Thank you. I know, just like Biden, I can't remember the punchline. Like, there was a punchline. You know what was so funny? That all this week they've been talking about Tara Reid, Tara Reid, and I'm like, she's making a comeback? It was like, Sharknado wasn't enough? I'm like, what's going on with Tara Reid? He touched Tara Reid? No one's touched Tara Reid in years, nor have they wanted to. Did you see her in Sharknado? Like, what happened to Tara Reid, right? It's a different Tara Reid. I learned that from a 14-year-old child. It was like, 
I was like, Tara Reid, like she's come back in the news. And he was like, I don't think that's the, we're talking about the same person. <laughs> From the mouths of babes, truth and honesty, so important. Uh, learning a lot from the kids oh yeah uh, anybody have any favorite federal crimes favorite federal crimes anybody i like i like to steal other people's mail that's not true i've only stolen someone else's mail once okay i live in a big apartment complex and downstairs there was a package and it was there for two weeks and i was like what is in this package what is in this package? And so two weeks go by and I'm like, this package is still here. No one's taking this package. So I take the package upstairs and I open it up and it's filled with baby bibs. <laughs> baby bibs. What am I going to do with baby bibs? So, you know, I'm an environmentalist. So um, I started folding them and putting them in my underwear and they're baby bib blood diapers. I use them. They call it being on the rag for a reason. Do you know what I mean? I use the baby bib blood diapers and then I wash them and I reuse them just as a baby bib should be reused. Keep it green, folks, is what I'm saying. Keep it green. It's like, you're gross. I'm not. I'm fine. Everything's okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know where I... I was going to go into an abortion joke, but I was like, can we handle that? Should we? Okay. <laughs> I was like, can we handle an abortion joke right now? All right. Uh, I've been getting really scared because this these crazy political times, I had a really painful period the other day, and I was like, what's going on? And I realized the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. That's why it's so painful. They have big benches and voluminous robes. It's really a lot of space to be taking up inside my body, making decisions for me. But here's the thing. I like drinking. Who likes drinking? Yay, yay, yeah, I'm a responsible adult. So I enjoy drinking, not children. So if, you know, the government's like, you have to have kids now and you don't have choice or whatever, um, I'm gonna have to buy some new tools so I can drill some holes in the trunk of my car so the baby can breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar. <laughs> like, right? That's Like, I am the nanny. I can't afford a nanny. You put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag. It's so safe. It's like the safest place for a baby. <laughs> right? And if America, oh, you're going to make me be a mom? Oh, that's crazy. Uh, when it's... You know, like four, it's still going to be wearing one of those backpacks so it doesn't run into traffic. And <laughs> My mommy doesn't love me. I don't know why I'm here. Uh, and then it turns nine, right? And I'm in some, like, parent-teacher conference for first grade for, like, the fifth time. And they say, oh, Ms. Benjamin, uh, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I did not want to have kids. And then it turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine. And I'm like, who is your dealer? I can take you to Burning Man. We're going to get to know each other. This is going to be great. And then it turns 15 and it starts doing cocaine and teaches me the cutest thing, right? If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers. You smoke them. From the mouths of babes, genius. And at 17 years old, it finally dies, right? It finally dies from one of those like heroin, cocaine, speedball to the vein things. And I'm like, 17 years. 17 years. 
That's a 17-year late-term abortion. <laughs> that is the latest late-term abortion you could possibly ever have. And it was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times, not mine. I can't afford that. I'm on Medi-Cal. It was your... I, uh, I, I'm, uh, I like to drink, and I fell on my face uh, a couple months ago, and I uh, hurt myself, and I had to get 15 stitches, but it was okay uh, because it was amazing. They, they gave me a brow lift. Like, I got, I got a Medi-Cal facelift is what I got. It was a free Medi-Cal facelift. So next time I get drunk, I just need to fall on the other side to, like, balance it out. Or I could fall. I could fall on my chest because I could get a medical boob job. Do you know? <laughs> I could get that. All right. Thank you. That's my opening. You guys can clap for me. I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm your host. Yay! You're here. Do you want to go next? No. Okay. We'll have Josh go next. Josh, you okay to go next? Hey, everybody. Sometimes he has a guitar. He doesn't now. He's a very funny man. We have. Um. We also have Purell here. If anybody's scared of anything, it's over here for the comedians. Uh, hey, your next comedian. He's a funny guy. He used to uh, co-run a show at Delirium when that existed. <laughs> remember, remember when bars were cool? <laughs> so sad, Missy. It's a Monday nights. Maybe it'll come back sometime. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn. Yay! Thank you, Pam, and thank you for providing the 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 dongle of Purell here. I'm going to go ahead and use it before I even begin, because everybody's all drink it. You got a chaser for me? Let's take everybody take a shot of Purell. Every time that I tell a bad pun, you got to take a shot of Purell. That's the drinking game that we're playing tonight. So y'all are about to be wasted. Wah, wah. Um. It's been nice, though, that everybody's been staying off the roads during the pandemic, but uh, there was actually traffic on the Bay Bridge getting on the way over here. There was a guy sitting with his legs hanging off the edge of the Bay Bridge, and there wasn't, like, no cops had shown up yet, but there had people had shown up and were, like, stopping their cars. They were trying to be supportive of this guy. I wanted to be supportive, too, so I just rolled down my window, and I was like, let's go, Oakland! Because, you know... Because everybody jumps off of the Golden Gate, like it's so it's so mainstream at this point. I'm like, thank you for jumping off of the East Bay Bridge. Like, we want we want a documentary, we want a documentary too. Come on, suicide is just like the ultimate way of saying to everybody, you know, like, hey, I just really don't feel like hanging out with you guys anymore. <laughs> Come on, all comedians during the pandemic know what that's like, man. All, because right now, every comedian is closer to hanging themselves than they are to being Robin Williams, am I right? Come on. It's not, you know, what, what's it going to take, folks, for us to start having the, the, the hard conversations? What's it going to take, you know? Archaeologists uncovered evidence that Judas Iscariot actually didn't hang himself over Jesus. He was just really into autoerotic asphyxiation. Come on. He pulled like a Chris Cornell like 2,000 years early. And that's just a testament to how dumb that guy from Lincoln Park is, because it's like they was he 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 was having the Chris Cornell was having the time of his life, man. That wasn't uh, it was unintentional. Everybody needs to just like calm calm their tits about everything. Uh, you know, I it's because I'm all for reopening everything. It's I don't want I don't want people to die. I just I just I want people to die. <laughs> it would be wrong for me to change my ethics just because of some sort of 
just because of an, uh, an event in current events. I'm sorry. I got to. But uh, yeah, I, I invested all my money in a uh, kissing booth for seniors right before this all hit. So <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I am broke. So but I'm going to dig my way out. I'm going to I'm going to have one of those uh, cannabis startups. I'm going to make a cannabis infused TP, you know, cures your nausea from the bottom up. I'm going to open a vape store that sells uh, vape. It's going to sell vape accessories. It's also going to sell uh, R&B records. It's going to be called I Heard It Through the Vapevine. Anybody? Well, maybe we'll stop selling records and start selling books. We'll call it The Vapes of Wrath. Anybody? Oh, we read. Very good. Yes. But I think the real money is in selling vape stuff only to kids, you know? So I'm going to open a vape store that sells only to kids. It's going to be called Statutory Vape. All of our customers want to shop here. See, neighbors, don't you want society to reopen so that I can do this inside a closed room again so that y'all don't have to live? What did you do today, honey? Oh, I went home with those assholes across the street. This guy was talking about suicide so much that now I want to commit suicide. Go ahead and put on uh, Lincoln Park and Patch Adams in the background. and we'll <laughs> What's it going to take, folks? What's it going to take? You guys been watching? I've been watching, like, just binge-watching as soon as I get in the door and then like right up until the moment I leave. Ever see Big Little Lies? That show should be called Big Little Ass. Ooh, because they're all smoking, smoking hot. Anybody, uh, anybody watch American Horror Story? Yeah? So you guys hear, this is real. Macaulay Culkin has said yes to doing the new American Horror Story. Have you heard this? American, you know. Because they have all the different versions, like, you know, the Carnival one and the, you know, Asylum and everything like that. So the Macaulay Culkin one's going to be American Horror Story Neverland Ranch Edition. No, no. What's it going to take to have the difficult conversation? Because you're not talking about it is not helping. You know what I mean? Talking about it is helping. And starting the conversation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I can tell a completely clean Michael Jackson joke, okay? What's Michael Jackson's favorite hot drink? Cup of tea. <laughs> What's Michael? What does Michael Jackson order when he goes to the Cuban sandwich stand? What kind of Cuban sandwich does Michael Jackson get? Ham on. <laughs> That's good. I got more last than I thought that it would. It's he. Of course he. Okay, but he didn't. Of course he didn't molest Macaulay Culkin because he's. That's like the most famous kid in the world. Okay, just because he's the king of pop doesn't mean he's stupid. Okay, just because he's a, a raging pedo didn't mean he was stupid. Just because he was like a hybrid vampire from a different dimension didn't mean he was stupid. Okay. I just keep going. Like when I don't get the, the laugh, I just lean in harder. You were talking about uh, abortion and cocaine <laughs> earlier, and those were some subjects that I thought were, were worth discussing. Um, I actually have a kid, and he always asked me. He's our only kid, and he always asked me, well, why didn't I have any brothers and sisters? I'm like, you had a lot of potential brothers and sisters. We just didn't name them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Abort, abort, okay. And you were saying about cocaine, so I heard my friend was telling me about a friend of his that lets his cat lick up his cocaine. Like his leftover, like he doesn't scrape all of his stuff into like gummers or a little like extra, I'm like that's two extra lines of bag or something that you're giving to your cat. Like you're blowing all this money on blow for your fucking cat and what's worse is you're probably spending a fortune on cat litter because every time it licks up your gummers it's gotta take a shit, right? So. Very expensive habit to do cocaine, even more expensive to do it with your cat. All right.
Um, I, I'm half Asian and half Jewish, so all the jokes you're about to hear, I'm totally authorized to do by the politically correct police. Uh, how many how many Chinese men does it take to screw in a light bulb? Two, but they never get the light bulb screwed in because two wongs don't make a light. Reopen society so I can go back in a closed room, people. I know this is terrible. I am advocating to reopen comedy clubs so that we can get back indoors away from where you are just subjected to having to hear this. If you live around here, you can also listen at mutinyradio.fm if you're not happy being forcibly subjected to it from across the street. We're live on the airwaves worldwide, number one in iTunes in Guam um, for the past four hours. Um, so in America, we call China plates. So in China, what do they call America? Guns? I don't know. That kind of worked. It was like, eh. Does anybody know like a good plastic surgeon to fix my half Asian eyes? Because I'm like almost white. They're great. Attractive. Man, that fell flat. Everybody hates my, my self-hatingism. Um, <laughs> the most common item of trash in the ocean has changed. It is now surgical face masks. It's overtaken cigarette butts, <laughs> both of which I'm producing right now. Oh my God. I, I, I read the news sometimes. I read Canada banned assault rifles, all five of them. Thank you. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I have an uncle that violated me. Uncle Sam. That's a tax time joke, everyone. Thank you. I'm a little teapot. No, 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 my grandpa, he was half teapot, so I'm just like a little, I got my 23 in me. My girlfriend is so white. She got her 23 in me back and it was just a blank sheet of white paper. That's how. It's true. I told her she should try stand-up and she's like, really, you think I'd be good at stand-up? I'm like, yeah, you're white. White people are great at anything where you gotta like own an entire room of people. Ooh, oh, I went too far. I'm gonna go further. I'm just gonna go further and further. I met my girlfriend, like everybody now meets on Tinder and Bumble and so I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit older, I'm from a different time. I met my girlfriend the old fashioned way, right? Craigslist. Right? But our encounters have stayed real casual, right? We no longer Netflix and chill, we eat checks Mix and pay bills. It's, Still romantic, still romantic. I love her very much. Uh, but I'm all into like halvesies. I think that like halvesy people should inherit the earth. People of mixed descent should take over. Like everybody should be required to find somebody of a different race. And if you're gonna have kids, you gotta have it with them. What's up? What's up? That's right. Okay. So I'm gonna start a group for halvesy supremacy. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be called the Josh Con Kids. Okay, the JKK. <laughs> What's the big deal? It's not, it's, it's not as bad as you think. We're just gonna like have horseback riding lessons and matching hoodies, but the, the printer screwed them up so there's no logo on them. And uh, no, it's cool because you know, I get it, okay, I get it. But we're gonna do, we're gonna do the thing because the KKK is terrible, but the JKK is awesome because we're just gonna do what they did but to the right people to the white people, right? To the rich, right, you know? So we're just gonna go around and we're gonna find like the richest white people that we can and uh, 
String them up from the nearest tree, and that's going to be my my mandate. Cool, I went too far. That's what I was trying to do. Okay, to cl I'll I'll leave you guys with this because now I think y'all want me to die. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that's a little unconventional. You won't see a lot of comics do this because um, comics are all talk. They just talk, 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 and they don't ever do anything about the big issues in our society. And I want to do something about an issue in our society tonight by doing some of that issue, and that issue is heroin, okay? Black heroin, black heroin, everybody. I stopped in the T-loin, and I've acquired some black heroin, and so rather than just talk about black heroin, make jokes about black heroin, I'm actually gonna do a line of black heroin on the mic for you tonight, and we're gonna see how that sounds. What do you guys say? Everybody okay? Everybody okay? Come on, encourage me, encourage me to do this. Here we go, here we go, folks. I'm gonna do the strongest line of black heroin that you have ever heard, here we go. Harriet Tubman was born in Dorchester, Maryland in March 1822. She was an American abolitionist and political activist that smuggled some 70 slaves out of the South during the American Civil War using a network of anti-slavery safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. What did you guys think I meant? You can check all this out at mutinyradio.fm, folks. I'm going to hand it back over to Pam Benjamin. I hope I've thoroughly offended you into convincing everybody to reopen society so I can do this in a closed room once again. Thank you so much. Josh Kahn, Pam Benjamin. Yay! Josh Kahn, everyone. Yay! I had no idea what he was going to do with that. I was like, oh, no. No, please. <laughs> Comedy is so fun. Uh, he mentioned he mentioned uh, uh, the KKK, and did you guys hear that they adopted a highway in Alabama? Did you hear about this? I know that's crazy, right? Racism is pervasive; it's everywhere. But bef before you freak out, they're they're going on a green platform, uh, so all their signs are going to be solar, and those will be hung from the trees uh, next Friday. And yeah, no, no, but don't don't freak out. They uh, they're they're for the for the asphalt. They're going to be using uh, not uh, you know they're going to be using the recycled bones of dead Jews. So don't worry, it's going to be, it's the and before you really freak out, they're just going to put the, no more street lamps because they're super super green, right? They're just going to have burning crosses on the KKK highway. Did you know that Gordon Lightfoot was a racist? That's not true. That's slander. I made that up. That's not true at all. Gordon Lightfoot's a cool guy. He's amazing. It was just for the joke. Sorry. He said KKK. I just wanted to. I have. That's my one KKK joke. Your next comedian will be slightly more or less offensive. I don't know what's going to happen here tonight. Put your hands together and slap them wildly for Sam Carroll. Yay! I'm not offensive at all. That's slander. Gordon Lightfoot is a racist, though. That is true. That part was true. How are you guys doing? It's been a week since I've seen most of you guys. Uh, a lot has a lot has changed in my life. I recently launched my first business startup. I've got a an all year long lasting deodorant for your taint. I'm I'm calling it perennial perennial. Short to shock you. It's good. For a limited time, I'm doing uh, free shipping. I'm gonna have to charge you on the handling though. My hands are tied. I'm sorry. It makes it kind of a slow process. Yeah. Thank you guys all for being here. This is nice, because if you weren't here, oh, I'd be pretty crazy right now doing this. That's for sure. You know, but this is nice. You know, we're all outside. We're all hanging out. 
Savor, th savor this moment. You're not going to see this in a while, you know? Pretty soon. Pretty soon we're going to have to start killing some drivers. You guys will. I'll keep the morale high. You know, I'm willing to be a martyr, just not in the literal sense, if that makes sense. I'm willing to die for what I love, just not literally. I'm just, I'm willing to like, I'm literally dying that way, that kind. I'm willing to be slightly annoyed for what I love. The Spanish would call that molestado. I'm willing to be molestadoed, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, it's a, the conjugated past participle is molestado. Well, we'll do a Spanish thing later, where you heckle me in Spanish, and then I tell you to leave in Spanish. That's just kidding. I love your, I love everybody and your contributions. It's great. It's great. We're all a big family out here. This is not, I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, what else is new? Shit. Oh, I donated my penis uh, in the last week. I did. I donated it to a transgender. You know, I thought I thought they would need it to a a, a girl to a guy one specifically. Felt like I need to clarify that. You know, if it was a, if it was a male to female, that well then they'd just be walking around with two extra penises. I was a little no, this is a true story. I was a little bit upset with the presentation of it though. You know, because the doctor he had put it on ice. And uh, I already got major shrinkage, so I wish he would have thought it out or microwaved it a little bit at least. Would have helped. I was mad. Told the doctor, "I'm never doing this again, ever." God, God bless our healthcare workers, though. Hey, Jeremiah Myers, what the fuck's up? God bless our healthcare workers. God bless everyone that stayed working, right? You know, like. Everybody, including the brave men and women who, despite a lack of testing, have been still making porn. You got to hand it to them. You know, it's they're doing it down in L.A. It's funny. The, the, the mayor of L.A. actually issued a decree stating that they shut down. But when they sent the cops over to the porn sets, well, you guys know how that story unravels. Cops showing up to porn sets. Yeah. That's how it goes. I just I just started recently watching porn. I'd gone a long period of my life not doing it, but uh, my favorite category is POV, it's point of view. But instead of the view being of the girl getting like sexed with, I just like the view, the one with Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg. That's the one I like. It's a new thing for me, though. You know, I used to have a real problem. I used to I used to only jerk off to my imagination. Just stand there. Oh, Sam. You're so creative, Sam. It's getting to be a real problem. I had to switch it up. You know, some some people, some people like sex more than masturbation. Some people are married. It's all right. I don't judge. But I like. I I'll say it. I like sex. And I like it without a condom. You know, a guy will go to crazy lengths to not have to wear a condom. Like this past Lent, I gave up single-use plastics. It was tough. It was a tough commitment. Like, no water bottles, no takeout containers, no plastic straws, no plastic lids, no plastic cups, no, and all that other stuff that's single-use. Oh, and plus I had to pretend to be religious. That was tough. That was tough. I'm not, I'm not big on religion. You know, I've never felt like I've fucked up so bad that I had to reform myself. You know, I've never gotten to a place in my life where, like, I was like, you know what would make my life better? Joining Satanics Anonymous. That, I think, would make it better. You know, because, fuck. Because you'll get guys in church nowadays that are like, 
I used to shove meth up girls' butts and send them across the border. But then I found Jesus. It's like, dude, maybe the reason it took so long is because he was hiding from you. You're kind of a bad dude. <laughs> like, you got holes in your ears where earrings used to be, but you don't even put earrings in them anymore because you just don't give a fuck. She's a great girl, though, my girlfriend. <laughs> she's really into autoerotic anaphylaxis. It's great. You know, she's got asthma, so what we'll do is pack it into a closet and chain smoke cigarettes. It's fucking great. Try to be more romantic with her, so I bought a I bought a foreign candle, one of these imported ones. It's Brazilian wax. On the front, it said "Ocean Breeze, Low Tide." It's tough to find a bathroom in this city. I ended up stumbling into a gender-negative bathroom. There's no toilets. These guys don't like any of my LGB jokes. Because... I'm sorry. You don't understand? It's alright. It's okay. It'll be it'll be cool, I think. Yo, well, you guys will love this one about killing yourself. It'll, uh, I think it'll hit the mark here. You know, I, I, you know, because I can relate. I lost my job in these COVID times. I got so depressed that I, I called the suicide hotline. Lady on the other end said, how can I help you? I said, are you hiring? What's the compensation like? Is it performance-based? What are we talking? Christmas bonuses? My last job as a lifeguard was hourly, and frankly, it was hard to stay motivated. Thank you, guys. Though. Thank you, guys, for... For hopping on some of these, I really appreciate it, you know. You, you're going to love this next one. I was actually talking to a, a mass shooter friend of mine the other day. Uh, you guys don't know him. He got away with it. The trick is to do the wanted level cheat code right after. I don't even know if I should do this one about marital rape. Fuck it. This is a true fact. Germany did not get around to criminalizing marital rape until 1997. That's a real true fact. I would never lie about something like that. Uh, which is fucked up because that's like a 33-year-old German would have like, he'd have 10 years of wife raping, right? But that's if his parents were, you know, like cool enough to get him an arranged marriage and shit and they'd have to get him on that ribeye with the growth hormone so he'd be an early developer. And, you know, at the very most... He would still only have like two years. That's not. It's just real. It's just. A, that's a math joke. <laughs> Sorry, right. I think that culminates the dirty section of my act. This uh, this next joke's about hoarders. It should be completely clean. You know, hoarders get a bad rap. Pretty much ostracized in every setting. But people really forget the evolutionary advantage of hoarding. You know, gathering stuff. You know, because a long while ago in human history, there was lots of tribal warfare. You had tribes fighting each other. There'd be lots of raping and pillaging going on. But if you were a hoarder, uh, there'd be almost no time for raping. We gotta get back to the boats. That's how you keep the bloodline pure. My mom thinks I should get my life together. She, does. she sat me and my sister down the other day. She said, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I said, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little fucked up? 
I said, I'll tell you what, Mom. If and when I do have grandchildren, I'll let you name them. Just tell me, what are you, you going to name them? She goes, hold on, let me go grab the baby baby name book. I said, no, 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 I'd, I'd prefer it if we picked one from the adult name book. And shit, I forgot to end of that one. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we'll nail it next week. All right, fuck it. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. This has been fun. It's cathartic and whatnot. Whatever the fuck people say. Yay! Is everyone uh, sufficiently offended? Yay! Yay! Woohoo! I feel like I should do like a feminist joke just to like cleanse the air, right? Yeah! Do you like the abortion joke? Um, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. I think it's the precept of feminism. I don't know. I don't really know how feminism works. A lot of women like burned bra- bras and read books in the 70s. So I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah! Uh, my butthole incidentally looks uh, like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, like, it's like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. I'm old. Look what happens with time. It's like, it's one of those things where like, you know, how do you deal with your butthole? It's on the menu now. Like people are looking at it and stuff. What do you, And what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to pluck it? That's going to be a bloody mess. I can't shave it. How do I get, you got to be like a Cirque du Soleil performer to like get in there. You got to get into all the folds. Like what's, I just say keep it natural. Here's a, Right? You know what's making me crazy these days? You go to the weed store and you buy your weed and it's all manicured and trimmed and perfect. I want all the weed. Why you got to take off the weed? Why you got to finger fuck the bud, bro? Like, I want all those trichomes and bicombs. Like, get me all of the... I have so much pubic hair, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. (laughs) I know, it's so cute. It's so fluffy and cute. I, I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. It's like you can't see anything anyway. I'm not afraid of being naked in public. Everything's going to be fine. Dre, you want to go up? Yep. Put your hands together for your next comedian. She's amazing. She's wonderful. Her name's Drea Myers. Yay! What's up, yo? How are we feeling? Cool, 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 cool. Oh, shit. Uh... So, uh, is anybody doing this lockdown by themselves? No? Just me? So a trick I started doing, I started wearing men's deodorant, you guys. Yeah. Just so that it at least smells like someone else is there. You know what I mean? And then when I go to bed at night, I'm like, Ooh, someone's holding me. Yes. Uh, I live by myself. I'm a woman that lives by herself, so I've had to retrain myself to not live in fear. Uh, yeah. I used to, uh, whenever I used to hear, like, random noises at my door, I would, like, cower in my bathroom and get ready to call 911. Uh, but now when I hear random noises at my door, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's time to stab someone. <laughs> lockdown was getting boring anyways, motherfucker. I'm about to unlock this shit. Fucking f- 
this whole all right there we go yes this is my first uh live set in like since march so yeah i've been doing zoom sets you guys dude it's fucking horrible it's so bad the worst thing about zoom sets is i can't hide my teeth you guys see my teeth <laughs> exactly because there's a microphone but on zoom i look like a chubby meth head you guys it's fucking horrible uh, I'm getting older, you guys. I'm getting older. I'm, I'm getting older. I know I'm getting older because I'm starting to ovulate super hard. Anyone else? <laughs> I'm ovulating super hard, dude, on the corner. I'm ovulating. <laughs> ovulating. What up? <laughs> Want to donate some sperm? Pull over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm ovulating so hard, I went to go pee, and I pulled an entire six-pack of egg whites out of my vagina. Yeah, could have fried that shit up in a pan, you guys. Could have served that shit to all the gluten-free, bougie brunch bitches. And called that shit a ovulate. They would have been like, are these eggs locally raised? And they'd be like, yeah, we just pulled them off Drea this morning. Hell yeah, what's good? Uh, <laughs> so what else? I am getting older, though. I'm not quite a cougar. I'm like a young puma. Yeah. I'm a young puma without dental insurance. So I'm a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> so if you're into that, get at me. Uh, one, thing, uh, one thing that has not stopped during this pandemic is fuck boys you guys fuck boys they're working extra hard they're not essential asses are still clocking in uh yeah i had this dude call me the other day and he was like hey i want to come over but i don't want to kiss on the mouth because of coronavirus yeah and then he was like but are you still down to go down on me I was like, what the fuck? How are you just going to Uber Eats a blowjob? Like, what the fuck? And I ain't kissing your dick neither. That shit probably got a worse cough than I do. Fuck out of here. My corona dick is about to give me respiratory disease. You feel me? About to give my lungs herpes and shit. Yes. Um, so one thing I hate is when I'm talking to... um. <laughs> I hate when I'm just conversating with married men and they drop like a wife into the conversation for no reason, right? Like the other day I was just talking to this dude about cheese and he was like, well, my wife Heather loves white cheddar. It's like, I don't give a fuck what your fucking wife Heather likes, all right? I don't give a shit. It's like, dude, we're talking about cheese. Like wait until the conversation is deep enough to stick your dick in. before you bring up your wife or your girlfriend. You know what I mean? And on top of that, I'm single as shit. So telling me you have a wife or a girlfriend is not gonna deter me. Right? Like, dude, when I hear you have a wife or a girlfriend, it's like pretty much the same thing as telling me you have a dog at home. I'm just gonna be like, cool, what breed? I need to know how big this bitch is and I need to know her temperament. Okay, she attacks me while I'm eating her food. You know what I mean? I kick the bitch off and shit. Fuck out of here. 
You got a leash, motherfucker, because I'm trying to go. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, what else? What else? Did I, uh, I'm not a lesbian right now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not a lesbian right now. That's why I know sexuality is not a choice, because I'm trying to stop taking dick, and it ain't working. It's not working. What, are you trying to volunteer some dick, sir? You <laughs> <laughs> he said he got one if anybody want to pick it up. He's doing curbside pickup of his dick. <laughs> if anybody want to come swoop some up real quick, he's got it ready to go. Look, he's hydrated. He's got his Gatorade. He's down. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Dude, it's crazy because everyone has a mask. So you can't see what people look like. Maybe he's handsome as fuck. Who knows? You know what I mean? We don't even <laughs> he got a condom, he said. He said he has a mask for his dick. Shit. Damn. Uh, yeah, I'm not a lesbian. I am bisexual, though, you guys. I'm bisexual. Yes. Do you guys want to hear a dirty story about, <laughs> about the first time I ever realized I was bisexual? All right, I'll tell you when it was. Uh, has anyone in here ever seen a micro penis? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> micro penis, dude. A micro penis is a fucking. There's like big clits, like a macro clit, and then there's like small micro penises, <laughs> like small ass dicks. Uh, I've only seen one micro penis, you guys, and I'm totally lying. I've I've seen like ten of those fucking things, dude. They just pop up randomly, like snails after it rains. I'm like, damn, it's micropenis season again? Uh, <laughs> the first micropenis I ever saw, though, was on this dude I was dating for all. The reason I was into the guy is because he was the only one that wasn't in a rush to take his dick out. Yeah, I was like, what a sweetheart. Like, he's so patient. What is this? <laughs> oh, wow. He was like, I don't want to hear about the micropenis. That's a good call, sir. The les I'm telling you, I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> basically, this dude had a micro penis, right? I fucking the first time I went to reach my hand on his pants, it went straight from pubic hair to balls, dude. It was like pubic hair balls. I was so confused. I was like reversing it. I was like pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, something's missing. You know what I mean? So I didn't try it again for like months after. I had penis TSD and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then finally, I went down there. I was like, fuck it. I was hella drunk. I was like, fuck it. Let's just door the explorer this shit and find out what's down there. You know? Let's just be adventurous in life. So I took his pants off, and uh, basically, it looked exactly how it felt. It looked like pubic hair and balls. Uh, yeah, we're talking about pubic hair and balls. Balls. <laughs> Dude, he literally heard balls, and he was like, hey. Who has balls? Can I pull over? <laughs> Did you see that? He was like, he was like, two. I got two balls. Who needs them? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he got. Dude, his balls are sweating right now. He's airing them out and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, that dude had a fucking micro penis, you guys. Basically, uh, he was fat, so it looked like his body like ate his dick. You know what I mean? That's what it looked like. So I didn't know what to do. What would you guys do? <laughs> he 
said suck her pussy. That is what happened, actually. Had, dude, and then I was like, fair is fair. And I went down there, too. I was like, let's just fucking do this. You know what I'm saying? Let's just fucking go to work like a champ, you guys. And I went like this. And I'm like, ah, and then like spit on it. And then, like, you know when, like, two papers are stuck together and you got to go like this to get them apart? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did, you guys, to that guy. And basically, that's the first moment I ever realized I was bisexual. Because I was like, I could totally go down on a woman. It's not even that hard, you guys. Not even that difficult. Uh, I think I'm almost done, Pam. Are you coming? Hell yeah. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, y'all. Give it up. I'm so glad that she was talking about going down on women. Yay. Yeah. Well, um, the only threesome I've ever had is with, is with two women. I know, right? It was the best. It was, okay, so this was the thing. It was my best friend, and she'd been broken up with by a guy. In fact, all of us were straight, but we're just such great friends. And she was crying, and she was so sad, and we were hanging out. And we, we were like, what can we do to help you? And she was like, I could come. And we were like, yeah, girl, let's get it down. Let's get it done. So we, like, got upstairs, and we're all three best friends, and we're going at it and doing our thing, and I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. And my buddy looks down at me, and she says, do you have like a cucumber or a carrot or anything in the refrigerator? Do you have like anything? And I was like, women really are hard to please, right? Like I can't, I'm trying so hard right now. Ah, it's fine. I did my best. I just didn't know what I was like. No, no, no. But it was, it was a wonderful, it was a beautiful spiritual moment. And we all, and we did eventually make her come. So yay, yay. Put your hands together for Drea Myers. Yay, yay. Yay! This is exciting. We still have people. We have uh, we have one comic left. I'm excited to bring him up. Hey, everybody, put your hands together. It's Hunter Stare. Yay! Woo! He's got a filming device. Yeah, I, I wanna. I decided to record this for posterity. Y'all okay with that? Hey, Drea, you wanna you wanna hold on to this? Cause I can't. I got too much stuff in my hand. Hold on a second. Here. I'll, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, you can record the people too. Like, this is just for posterity. I don't think I'm gonna do a good job. Like, let me let me be clear. Like, I don't think I'm gonna do like a great job or anything like that. I only get to perform like once a month under the present circumstances. Let's see how much range I can get off of this mic. Do I get feedback? Oh, dope. Nice. People were severely underusing the the potential of this mic. All right, we still got some people here. Were you the people who were super offended by Sam's jokes earlier? I don't mean to, <laughs> hey man, you don't have to come right out at me like that. Like I haven't said anything yet, anything offensive. <laughs> Let's see. Look man, I'm not gonna be lazy, but I will say this, anything, do you agree that anything can be funny if you do a good job? Like if the joke is well crafted or is it just about topics? I don't think that's technically what about genocide? What about jokes about genocide? That, that can't be funny? Sounds like a challenge. Um, did, have you ever heard about the genocide that happened in Myanmar? Do you know? No, I'm serious. Like, we're we're let's have a let's have a conversation. Does anybody know about the genocide in Myanmar? This is a real thing. Anybody listen to NPR? Yes, this is a real thing that actually happened. I'm woke. I listen to woke things. But seriously, okay. So this is this changed the way that I looked about reality, right? So this is a whole bunch of Muslims in Burma who are being murdered and displaced by Buddhists. But yeah, right? That was like a, 
a mind blown moment for me. I was like, what? That is not good for the Buddhist brands. That is all that I am saying. Like that's probably like finding out that the seeing KFC chants for children. That's what that is. Ugh. All right. Got you a little bit. But yeah, like like look, clearly any religion can be used to perpetuate violence and atrocity. That's clear. But Buddhists, come on. Like what part of the four noble truths of Buddhism did I not understand, right? You know, it's like all of life is suffering. Here, let me show you. You can laugh about genocide, it's okay. I got an aftermarket security system in my car. Anybody else? Anybody? Aftermarket security system? It's yeah, yeah, it's called a 120 pound German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, works every time. Like he's so cute, uh, I call him my final solution. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's another one, but that's another joke about genocide. But clearly, look, the point I'm trying to make is technically German Shepherds are Nazi paraphernalia. Technically they are. They're just the only Nazi paraphernalia that has survived their stigma of their association with the Nationalist Socialist Party. Um, but it's, it's because we all know it's not the dog's fault. They're just dogs, right? I mean, it could be any brand. As long as you put German in front of it, neo-Nazis would be into that shit. Like, if it was the German Chihuahua instead of the German Shepherd, you know Hitler would have had one of those things. And it would have been hanging out of like a little leather hand satchel, you know, that Mussolini gave him for his birthday. It would have been like, oh, look at mine, a perfect Tasha with mine, a perfect horns. I don't even need concentration camps because everyone's dying of envy. All right. My name is Hunter. How y'all doing? What's your name, sir? Pierce, what about you? Lauren Pierce, what about you, sir? Not, what's that? Nine. Nine, man. <laughs> Racist. Um, where are y'all from? What's that? Oh, the North Bay. Okay, cool. I lived in Mill Valley for a little while. I'm from Louisiana originally, though. Is there anybody else here who just found out that drinking and driving's illegal? <laughs> yeah, it's okay as long as it's against my people. I guess that's what it is. Um, no, I am from the South. I am named Hunter. Being from the South, being named Hunter, uh, interesting thing about that, I didn't know until the age of 11 that there was a T in my name. Yeah, there it is, Hunter. Come on down, boy. Let's get in the truck. Let's go down the Terrebones Crawfish Bowl. Shake a leg, boy. They're all going to be gone. Boy, you slow as molasses. You dumber than the dumbass bug. Y'all know about the dumbass bug? That's a real... You've been eat up by the dumbass bug. That's like a good old southern expression. I can break it down for you. So if you've been bitten by a mosquito, then you've been eat up by the skeeters, right? That makes sense. So if there was a bug that is biting you instead of sucking your blood, it turned you into a dumbass, that would be the dumbass bug. You've been eat up by the dumbass bug. Uh, the dumbass bug, but that's the state bird of Louisiana. Uh, that's not true. Does anybody know the actual state bird of Louisiana? It was. We changed it. It's the cockroach now. Yeah. True story. Um, other Southern expressions. Look, I'm going to say some other stuff, and some people might get offended, but I, look, this is real. This is a real expression that people use in the South. My grandmother used to say this all the time. No, it, it's not going to get racist. I promise you. I promise you it's not going to get racist. All right, let's get that out of the way. It's neither going to be racist nor homophobic, but this is something that my grandmother used to say. It's something that old people in New Orleans say when the sun is shining, but it's raining at the same time. She would look out the window and she would say, Lordy mercy, the devil's beating his wife. Yes. 
this is not a joke. This is a real thing that my grandmother used to say. I was like, grandmother, what does that mean? I called her grandmother. She was very formal. Uh, she'd say, well, I don't rightly know, but, you know, the sunshine is good, and I guess the rain is bad, so domestic violence is bad, but I guess it, at least it's the devil's wife. That is not woke, Grandma. My grandma did not listen to NPR. Any NPR fans in the crowd? Yeah, I listened to some NPR. I've listened to it my entire life. I have a super hippie mom. Never donated before, and I'll tell you why. Um, during their pledge drives, you know the NPR pledge drives? They just sound so desperate. It's like, oh, nobody's really calling in. We got a dollar for dollar to dollar challenge. Like, please, go kill yourself. I'd rather listen to YouTube commercials with how to skip button. But it just sounds so thirsty. They need to update it for the millennial generation. It's like, look, uh, we here at KQED are honestly fucking killing it, and we don't really need your 